Welcome back to the all new Turin Giants podcast. Hey, number 169. Yum. Yeah. We agreed on nice. Lucky 169. We agreed on nice. Not yum. You no, you, no, that's, no, that's not what happened. What happened was you said, when we realized that this was 169 before we started, you said, oh, you, you got to make a comment. Like say, ooh, nice. Or something to that effect. I said, yeah, don't worry about it. I don't know. I'll just I'll say the first thing that pops into my head. I'll make a comment. Of course. Of course I will. It's a well-oiled nice. machine over here. My name is Farhad. I'm the host that loves you most. And today's a tete-a-tete with my friend Sam from Culture Podcast. You can you can follow him at Culture Podcast. What up, what up? What's up, buddy? I'm uh I'm well, man. I'm uh, I'm all right. Despite everything that's been going on, despite the fact that 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 we're kind of we're kind of reeling from 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 a tough weekend. Um, in which over which Inter won the title. I'm I'm well, all things considered. Life's good. Weather's getting nice out here in Montreal. I went blonde recently. I'm feeling I'm feeling good. I'm hey, liking good, man. Thank you. Uh, someone actually told me that I look like uh, Jacques Villeneuve, which over here in Montreal is a big compliment if you're a, if you're an F1 fan. But um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, looking I, good. I, all right, let, let's get some business out of the way. You'll have like an hour to talk because, because, dude, this is I was, yeah, this is gonna be a fun one because we're like the two biggest scatterbrains on this pod, and we're the only <laughs> two that are doing it this week, so we're already all over I the, cannot, the rails. I cannot overstate how little we are prepared for this, but <laughs> sometimes those are the funnest podcasts. It's, it's brilliant, it's gonna be a nice warm up for when we get you on uh, the cultural podcast in a couple of weeks' time, which is already scheduled. I'm very happy to announce, but uh, yeah, business. I'm let's excited about that. So yeah, so so Sam records a solo podcast, and now he's trying to bring in guests. I don't know what made him made him feel like I will be a worthy guest, but I am so happy to do that. So well, can't wait for that. Ta- you We're could gonna- talk about you could talk about anything. We you 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 have a you know you're you're not very uh, you're you're not a one dimensional guy. You're not only a Juventino. You, not you at all. have a lot of interesting takes, and uh, we're going to get into that. It's going to be a lot of fun. I, I I actually love that that someone else is doing something I can talk about. You know, other than Juve. Um, yeah, yeah. I'll prepare a couple of couple of fun topics and episodes. Um, yeah. And um, there'll be some football. There'll be some football talk, of course. But you know, it's it's there are no boundaries. But um, for yeah, sure. Man. All right. Um, so follow us at Juve Podcast on Twitter, at Turin Giants on Instagram. And if you want to check out the merch, TurinGiants.com or at Turin Giants on Twitter also. Uh, got a, a McKinney sticker coming out, man. Almost almost here, baby. Oh, nice. Can't can get a better value. Five bucks, free shipping. Let me know. Uh, I, I just wanted to drop a couple of words about the Turin Giants merch. The best way to support us is to buy the stickers because it gives us uh, enough enough capital to actually invest in nice shirts and nice is is the only the only quality we go for the best man like so if you're interested buy a couple of stickers and then a couple of weeks few weeks we'll have a we'll have a surprise surprise as a as a drop 
very yeah, excited it, about it, that. It, it, it really is top stuff. And, uh, you know, I know it sounds like I'm like Thanks, I'm buddy. plugging myself, but it's not, you know, I have nothing to do with this. This is all you. This is your brand. You're the one who. Hey, you you didn't have to. You bought you actually so, bought the bought the shirt. So you. <laughs> I, I bought a couple and I'm happy I have because they're they're beautiful. I love them in my rotation. I, I layer with them all the time. Um, not 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 too tight, a little bit more, a little bit more loose fitting kind of kind of kind of flowy like uh, like is in style now which i really enjoy i love yeah I, I love how i love how you've gone from marquisio to del piero and just straight to mckenny like like yes mckenny you're, 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 you're honest, such a mckenny, patriot eh? you're a patriot you're an american patriot is what it is mckenny is just uh, like stickers those are awesome stickers by the way Th these were these are all you know authorized art i purchased them from the from the artists themselves that's dirty and um yeah this it's um it's a really fun one. Like it's, you know, McKinney just pointing at something screaming. It's, it's pretty cool. Um, it will be on my, on my, on my brand new laptop. Dude, these new Macs, man, I'm telling you, I, I've had Macs all my life, but this one, the latest one is just out of control. Oh, yeah? It's so light. You can pick it up with like three fingers and uh, just, just a pleasure to use, man. I've still, used other laptops. Still, still can't nothing. Still can't help you figure out how to use Zoom, though. We were like five minutes before we actually started trying to figure out why the fuck we couldn't hear each other and Farhad hadn't connected to audio. A year just into made me laugh. COVID. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, 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 yeah. Speak, speak, speaking of COVID, man, tell me about the restrictions over there in Montreal land. Awful. How are you guys doing? Awful, awful. awful. As an American, you would lose your mind right now if you saw the, the level of restriction that's going on over here. Like, like just for oh. perspective right now, pro sports... Pro sports teams that play in North America are forced to are being forced to either play exclusively against Canadian teams or set up shop in the states um, in order to face the entire the entirety of the league because there's a quarantine act in place right now whereby if you cross the border into Canada you have to quarantine for two weeks they check in on you um, super Orwellian. and they don't make exceptions for sports like they have been doing in Europe. I know that those that those restrictions kind of have been in place in a lot of countries in Europe for a year now, but they have made exceptions for sports in a lot of cases. I know when Germany did it, uh, I think some German clubs in the champions league had to go play in like Hungary and shit. So, so I mean, again, it's not, we're not the only country in the world that's had to deal with that sort of thing, but, but just, it, they, they've been very, yeah, they've been very strict on the lockdowns and they haven't been very, they haven't been very libertarian with it for sure. <laughs> they, they, they've definitely, they've definitely, uh, they've definitely erred more on the side of 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 the draconian i mean right like we have a curfew right now in the province of quebec where i'm at where i am which is yes. which is crazy but uh no how how, how are you like how out. are you doing how are you doing like men mental mental health wise because you know this it's a hashtag homie check you doing okay uh, man i'm chill i'm chilling man yeah i'm cool i live at home man i, I don't I'm, know man you, you i'm 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 you, I'm you, right. you 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 color your hair blonde. I don't know if, if you, that was just a uh, act of madness or something. That's just because that's just because I'm an erratic uh, I'm an erratic person with with erratic tendencies. No, I, I I'm I'm well. I'm fine. I'm 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 totally hanging in there. But like again, it, it's it's definitely. I know we have a ton of listeners in the states. Definitely a lot more lax, and I know it varies state by state. But it definitely is a little bit more lax down south right now for sure. Um, it would be nice if they could at least kind of just remove the quarantine act for athletes just so that just so that they'd be able to, you know, because they're getting tested all the time. Most of them are vaccinated. You know, I don't know. Reason goes out the window in the name of optics. They're not they're not letting them in without quarantining because I think they want to have a certain the government kind of wants to have 
you know, this, 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 this image of, of consistency kind of across the board. But at the end of the day, I mean, let's not pretend that athletes crossing the border to play games against each other is going to, is going to, you know, lead to crazy spikes in cases. We know what we're dealing with now. Vaccines are being distributed throughout the Western world. The solution is here. Um, in yeah. a couple of weeks, the entire adult population will be available. It'll be available to the entire adult population. So, you know, I don't know. They're, they're but they're, no, definitely kind of being more on the side of caution up here. Well, uh, it's, it's, not, it's nice to see, you know, uh, nice to see countries going back to normal. Uh, yeah, I, I literally sat in the park a couple of days ago, had a day off, went to the park and just like, not even kidding. I had a little tear coming. That didn't come, didn't come my, down my face, but it did definitely my, my eyes did swell up. Like it's so good to see people, some people not wearing masks and I'm totally fo- I'm totally fine with that. People running around kids, you know, um, playing around. So it's, it's a good feeling. Yeah, like back serious. back like a year ago, maybe, or whatever, who, who knows when I was just thinking about when is the next time I'll be sitting down and like just feeling normal. And that 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 time is finally coming close. Yeah, but it's, still it's been a screwed be up year. No, it's been a screwed up year. It's been a really screwed up year when you think about it, like all the shit that we've been that we that we that we no longer had access to that was just normal stuff. I mean, the fact that that's all been gone is is is, is kind of it's kind of jarring now to think back to how things used to be and how that feels for and you know what i mean the fact that you'd just be sitting in a park and that you'd be emotional about it you know, I, yeah I don't know. no definitely made me made me take a take a look back and just appreciate what we have uh one last thing i'll say about quarantine i i, I listened to a to a, like a, an entertainment podcast and this uh this lady said that um a lot of people feel guilty that's the last thing i'll say about the the whole coronavirus thing um a lot of people feel guilty because they didn't achieve enough during this quarantine and she went, don't feel guilty. Like whatever you did to survive, that was just enough. You didn't need to learn. If you did, that's cool. If you, if you learned something new, but don't beat up yourself just because you didn't learn the language or you didn't, uh, you know, become buff or whatever. Did uh, anybody just- actually learn a language? Did anybody actually read, <laughs> read a book a week in, co- in, co- in, in, in quarantine? I don't believe that for a second. People claim it. They wake up at 5 a.m. to work out. Yeah, it's the only way to be successful. To working feel like- out, working out at home. If you don't have like, obviously, if you're not Joe Rogan or or someone with a big ass house, working out at home sucks, dude. Yeah. Like I only had, I only did it just because I needed to. Uh, lost crazy weight, you know. Nice. Uh, thank, thankfully, our quarantine was our gym, the gym that I go to in Chicago is uh has been open for a while i mean i mean like for for they closed maybe for three months and then i rejoined i've been going almost every day it's just that's awesome uh, but dude yeah. like like we 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 don't have that here they've had gyms closed i mean, listen they they oh, reopened everything good. they reopened everything last june after a couple of months and then the summer was kind of chill because i guess i don't know when when the weather is warmer i guess there's less levels of transmission more people are outside i don't know it's that mm-hmm. sort of seems to be like the conventional wisdom. Well, once it got a little bit cooler up here, because it does get cold in 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 Quebec, no, Canada, right? Shocking. <laughs> Around October, the cases started to rise, and everyone panicked. And the government here, provincially, the provincial government, just shut everything down. And they decided to reopen everything a month ago, and within a week, they shut gyms back down. Do you have any idea what a kick in the 
what a kick in the balls. Oh, I can't imagine for a, biz- for, a biz- for a business owner. So listen, I lost faith in the system. My brother and I built a gym back in November and we just, we have a gym. We invested some money in it and we, we, nice. we got like a rack and Olympic weights. Yeah. I, I, I canceled Sweet. my membership. I'm never going back to the gym again. I, I, yes, I, you are. I, don't, I don't trust them. I don't, I'm not, I'm not paying for a membership now. I have it here. It's a good setup. It's not the same. It's not as solid, but it, listen, what, once you could wake up, and just waltz on down into your gym and get about your day without having to get in your car and drive. I mean, it's game over. It's a game changer. You're never no, you're going still back. at home. You, you you go to the gym, you disappear. You're you're in that environment. You I don't know. Hey, man, that's that's your know. whatever whatever helps you save some money. And uh, um, yeah, I mean that's pretty cool that you did that. But I like if I ever move into a bigger place, I will have my little gym. But I will yeah. have to have a membership also. Anyways, enough yeah, about I, that. I hear you um let's get into some action yeah let's 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 talk about what the hell's been going on the past few days so nine years of dominance comes to an end in italy at least um it's been it's been fun nine years um there's been children born that have never seen juve lose a scudetto there's been i mean ever since i got married we're celebrating a nine-year anniversary and like my wife is a is a fairly big sports fan and like we follow and and she's like well see first time First time in our in our married life. That's Even something loses. that's something that that's something that I feel like a wife would 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 throw back in your face just while you're married or sit from the time you got married, your team never loses a title. She could say, Hey, see, best choice, best, best <laughs> yeah, decision, no, best decision, sure. best, best choice you made. Yeah, see, good luck, good luck. At least <laughs> at least at least now you have something to kind of like you, she, she can't beat you, she can't beat you with that club anymore. You at least can say, see, it had nothing to do with you. You're, yeah, you're, yeah, you're, no. you're not that special. But, but, but for real, like before we had kids, it was we were watching games all the time. Like we go to a pub at 6 a.m. and watch like City play United and like that famous game 6-2 or whatever that was. We watched that together before we got married. But anyways, awesome. um, yeah, Inter crown champions. Um, we can't not mention the parallels between the winning mentality at Juve and what they what they gained from that. And hey, man, whatever, whatever it takes, they learned from our our lessons and, 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 and applied that towards their mentality. Yeah. As a, as a, you know, if, if, if you're bantering, if you're talking shit yet, yeah, they did steal a lot of our ideas, but if you, if you look at it, it worked. So, um, well, a lot of the same people were involved in, um, bringing us back to dominance and bringing them back to, um, success i guess i don't want to say dominance i mean it's one year you know if they do it for yeah. if they do it over a couple of years then maybe we could consider it a period of dominance but it very much looks like it won't be a gimme next year for them although they will be favorites but, but, but let's that's besides the point the, the fact of the matter is the same two men were behind the first title winning side in 2011-12 at juve and this title winning side now at inter and you're right that the parallels between the two sides cannot be overstated enough because they, I mean, Antonio Conte hasn't had, uh, he, he doesn't have revolutionary ideas. He, he hasn't reinvented himself at all in the last decade. He's really maintained the same philosophy, the same ideas, the same, the same objectives that he has for his team. Um, and the results have come a couple of different times now in a couple of different places. So it's impressive. It's impressive that he's been able to do this for two different clubs in the same country who are both going through a hell of a time. It's impressive that he was able to go to a foreign country and do it 
We know that he's not the guy to stick around for a dynasty. That's that's obvious. I mean, off if we base it off the sample size that we have right now, every time he's had a moderate level of success, he's fucked off. This would be this is this would be the fourth time. I mean, if in a year he leaves Inter to say if everything kind of the you know the rails start the wheels start coming off, I guess, and they start going off the rails, and he were to leave, I mean, that would be the fourth time that happened. He did it with us. He did it with you sure, after three years. I'm sure. Yeah, sure be, Chelsea. There you go. Yeah, uh, dude, we're just gonna interrupt each other. No, no, that's no. That's the only way. To... <laughs> <laughs> that's are you, people, you, 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 you fucking apologizing to me? Are you crazy? Like I said, we're the, we're the two biggest scatterbrains and probably the two biggest interrupters on this podcast. So no, it's a free. Um, what, 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 yeah, shout out! Shout out to Giovanni first of all, Giovanni, Matt, Chris, everybody in the crew. Uh, we miss you guys, but this is kind of fun to do also. Shout um, out to Rav, man. Shout out to you for getting Rav back hell on. Yeah, ago. I was let's, really happy to go. hear that. I know we we we've been like we went we went maybe a good ten days, almost two weeks without a pod, but we had like we put out like two or you put out two in three days. You were you had a little prolific spell there. It was nice to hear Rob's voice back on the pod. He was the guy that kind of got me into well, you you and him were the two guys that got me into the show to begin with. So I wouldn't be on oh, the that's show awesome, man. for you too. Um, oh, I appreciate you. Yeah, yeah you guys check back. out the previous previous episode. It was fun to to catch up with a with a Twitter legend. Rob, you know that's the first time I have ever seen him live. Like we spoke on camera. So if you like. Talk about like wow. private he, person. He takes um, he takes Giovanni Giovanni's anonymity <laughs> to another level. Giovanni who only yeah, wants jo- to go by his first name and who doesn't want to reveal his face on a live stream that we're planning on doing with Giuseppe at G Just Juve. Um, that's right. Thanks but, for but, that. that's not that's not yeah a little plug that's coming soon hopefully. But it's actually nuts that Rob never revealed his face to you on camera. Yeah, that's no, so out. that's so weird. Like you get another element to it. I mean, just a little a little kind of. A little, a little, uh, I guess some, some. I, I respect above. that. I respect. Yeah, but but a little behind the scenes look at how podcasts work. Listen, I, I think it's always better if you're in person. Obviously, that's not possible for us. But the, the first time that I had you on mine, right? The first time I had you on my podcast was, which was before I had ever come on yours. Um, it was about a year ago. It was so weird to just see your face because you know you have you 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 have this <laughs> you have this idea of what a person looks like from their voice, and I I don't know just putting a face to. Putting a face to the voice kind of makes it a little bit more personal and experience. You 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 pick up on cues and stuff. I think it's so essential for a podcast. But anyway, not not that it was an issue. I mean, I love the product. Speaking of that, you know, you know what's funny. I want to shout out Jaime. He lives here in the in the Chicago area. So um, so I'm leaving on whatever it was Sunday or Saturday, going to see my my in laws or whatever uh, with the family, and I get a you know terrainegiants.com order like a hundred dollars. It was a, it was a big ass yeah. order. Yeah. Okay. A couple items. And yeah. I'm looking at, and I'm looking at it. It's like, you know, this little city by, by Chicago. I was like, Oh dude, like what are the chances? Like I'm going there. I'm going next door. Like a That's mile away. Hilarious. So I text the guy, um, I'm like, Hey man, I can, you know, refund you the shipping, just bring it to you. Shout out Jaime. He's a, he's, you were talking about meeting people you hear on the, he was, he kept telling me like, Oh my God, I can't believe like I'm talking to you. <laughs> I've listened to the podcast it's for weird. years. And- yeah. It's really weird. Yeah. No one and, knows uh, what you it look was, like. For real? Nah. That's well, no one uh, knows what you yeah. look like. I put I put out my my face. You 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 don't on the pod account, which is totally your right. You know, like, well, we should we should to, but. we we should think about doing like YouTube episodes next year. Little yeah, that, little podcast business. Like every once in a while I have this idea. That'd be a, lo- like, hey, that'd man, be a lot of effort. This. That'd be a lot of effort. But like again, if you, want, be, if you want to get involved with Giuseppe, like I encourage you, yeah. I'm, you know, I'm, I have no shame in, in having my face appear. You know, I know you won't <laughs> either. It's just funny that you haven't really 
had many opportunities to show what you look like. So it's just funny. It's like you good, probably man. have this idea it's of what it is you look like. If I saw Rod, what he looked like, I'd probably, I'd probably, I'd probably fall you, out of my chair. And I don't yeah, know what no, he looks no, like. You know what he looks like? He looks like Rob. Like you, you'd be totally like, oh my god, yeah, that's that's him. If it was like ten people in the in the lineup, you'd be like, oh, that's that's the guy. He has a he has a very gentle face. Anyway, we, we no, <laughs> we are like three topics um uh, re- removed from what we were initially well, what talking were you, what were you going to anyway. say about conte yeah you had something you were going to share about conte oh when i interrupted you um yes. yeah i was basically saying that i think he's okay with that legacy i think he's okay with being the guy to come in and rebuild a team and Definitely. i'm actually if he doesn't stay i'm really excited to see where he goes because you know that trend you know like people didn't believe him in in chelsea and he did that inter i mean was that his first year this was his this second. Is, was it his second or third? This was his second year at. Inter. But not first, right? That's not like first. No, it was his second. First year, try, but no, okay. but, but he. I'm trying to think if he won the title in his first year at Chelsea. Might have also been his second. Yes, was it? It was in 2017. I think so. Okay, so so, in any event, yeah, you know, you know, what? I think you're right because last year when he didn't win the title in his first year, it was seen as a big ass failure. Yeah, I, I listen. The relationship between Conte and management there is. Is, I mean, I'm sure it's I'm sure it's a lot better now that they've won a title. But I I thought a couple of months ago the impression I had was that it was strenuous at best. He would often come out and criticize them for not having invested enough in the club, which is, which is a common theme. It's a really common theme. It's something we hear about him a lot, right? And, um, you know how, how how he always wants to he always wants to because these i these ideologue managers always want to reshape what a team looks like. I know that um, I know that Allegri we always talk about as being more of a pragmatist, which is why I think that if he were to come in at Juve next year, which seems like it may be happening, I hope it does. I think we all do at this point. Um, you know, I think a lot of people would feel good about our chances just on the basis of the fact that the way he manages his team doesn't necessarily rely exclusively on having certain players. He might come in and say, listen, this, like, you know, il centro campo, you know, it's not good enough. We need to revamp X position or we need a little bit more personnel. We don't have enough depth in mm, spot. He might do that. But you know that he's going to work with what he has. I think, again, he'll, he'll probably be negotiating some very uh, flexible um, working conditions for himself that will allow him to have a lot of say over who it is we bring in and transfer policy because that was his big beef two years ago right but despite that i think he's a little bit more of a yeah he's a but he's a little bit more of a realist where uh, honest to god like if if you if you threw max allegri he's 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 guardiola on the the budget i don't know about that guardiola is a very strong ideologue he's not as his ideas aren't as fluid they're not. He doesn't modify the way his teams play as much. He ha- Again, he studies the game a lot. So I think he does spend a lot of time sitting down and thinking about new ways of gaining an advantage. That is an impression I get of Guardiola. I have watched some videos and read a little bit about him. And that, that is an impression I get, okay? But he is very much... I think from what I, from what I understand, he very much sells his players on an idea and a system. Um, another guy who's similar to that is like Marcello Bielsa uh, at Leeds an ideologue who again has has very specific ideas about the game which he kind of he kind of borrows elements of wherever he goes 
With Max Allegri, I never really saw that. We played a lot of different styles. He he moved some players around according to what he thought their strengths were. Um, Siman Zukic at left wing, you know, coming back to help out on the defensive side a fair bit, for example, almost as a left wing back at times. You know, so take Max Allegri, put him on the bench this year instead of Andrea Pirlo, who I love, but again, you know, an experienced manager, obviously didn't work out very clearly. Hopefully Ooh, we get into the let's, top four. Let's... But let's talk about that. But, but yeah, if, I just, if, I, if, I just, if I can just finish a point, yeah, yeah. If Max Allegri was behind the bench this year, do you think we'd have maybe given Inter a bit more of a run for their money? I think so because we wouldn't have lost as many stupid games as we did to lower tier opponents. Um, and again, I'm not sure that it would have been enough to dominate the league with the players we had. But with Max Allegri, you got to think that he just with with the level of experience and with the ability he's always had of playing in a pragmatic way. Again, there's that word again, but he he just seems to get more out of games. He seems to find ways of, of, of coaching his team to victories that Andrea Pirlo just could not. So right there, we get Allegri. That changes right off the bat. Now, the reason I think we're super competitive next year, I think is because not only are we getting Allegri back in all likelihood, possibly at the expense of Paratici, who might be sacrificed because he's been very much against the idea of bringing Allegri back. And he's come out and said that if Pirlo makes the Champions League, he'll be the guy. Well, I think that whole statement no longer has any relevance if Paratici is no longer at the club, right? Um, which is why he might be able to come out and make these statements and say, no, Pirlo's my guy. But all this to say, I think we're going to be competitive next year because Allegri comes in and he brings that level of pragmatism. But I think we will have to somehow revamp the squad a little bit. I know there's not a ton of money right now, but I think we might have to offload some guys and try to, you know, uh, just just direct swap tit for tat uh, type players. So it'll be an interesting that's, year uh, next year for sure. Um, that's yeah. Alessandro Belpiero telling you your time's up. Okay. Oh, that that was that was a I'm light just... tap. It wasn't him saying that, you agree, <laughs> that he agrees. No, I'm I'm just joking. But no, you're absolutely right. Um, with Allegri. What I'm looking forward to the most, I we can pretty much say that it's a wrap, right? I mean, the, the, the guy hasn't coached ever since he left. He's been spotted in Turin, and he's just like the perfect fit. It's only a matter of time. And, like if, he's, and if he's given the powers, what they call Ferguson, Ferguson-like powers, I mean, just imagine what he can do. Imagine what he, he did with those players that he didn't have a choice with. Imagine what he can do when he actually knows what he needs and the club gets that for him. It's, man. But t- let's let's talk about Pirlo a little bit. Talk about a guy with an unfair chance. Like, imagine. But in the beginning, he was doing fine. We were we, we were kind of hopeful. Um, and then those, those, those terrible, like Fiorentina 3-0 at home for me was, was that's it. You, you've lost the locker room. There, there's no way you can lose at home to Fiorentina. I don't like know if that. he lost the locker room. Like, they still seem to like him, and they still seem to almost be playing for him. It's just that... Liking just, and, and, and listening to and respecting as a coach two different things. It's, it's the same thing. Like, if, if, if Pirlo was not our player and he was not a fan favorite, he would have been blasted right now. His, his saving grace right now is the fact that he's very likable. And with, that's with, why it was a, a smart appointment. But that's why it was a smart appointment. Yeah, for sure. And the club kind of, you know, um, uh, club kind of saved that PR, you know, and um, I'm, I'm really looking forward to Juve being unfuckwithable again. Like with Allegri, you get that that feeling like it's it's in control. You hope may so, be, yeah. It may be bad right now in the 80th minute. We're one down or 0-0, or zero, zero, but something is going to come out. 
Well, exactly. Um, you would hope that if he comes back, we'd kind of get that mojo back for sure. But but you're right that under him, we definitely had more of that unfuckwithable aura, which a word which you coined, which I love. But um, <laughs> dude, like again, I understand that Peter will play. We've been over it ad nauseum throughout the year. It was a risk. If it worked out, it would have been genius because you know um, he would have been a. Uh, he would have been a sexy option who's also presumably getting results, right? If it had worked out, so it would have been a win-win. If it doesn't work out well, maybe we give him a little bit, you know, people will people will kind of give him a little bit more time. He seems to have good ideas, which was enough to maybe have sold management on the notion of giving him a shot as a manager to begin with. But if it doesn't quite work out well, you know, he's Andrea Pirlo, so there's going to be a little bit of good faith kind of built up. It wasn't a stupid appointment. It was a risky one. Um you know, we 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 went balls to the wall with it. We kind of went all in on a crazy on a crazy idea, and now we have to rectify it. That's it. So unfortunately for us, we wind up looking stupid. Like you know, Max caught us with our pants down, and he he was right. Sometimes you have to just admit when you were wrong. And two years ago, when you decided that we needed investment in the squad, he was right. We were wrong. Mm-hmm. We need to accept that now. I think he's a very smart man. He's known all this time that there was no real point of just jumping on the first project that was presented to him. If it wasn't interesting, because I think I suspect anyway, I don't know the guy, but I suspect in the back of his mind, he always thought, eh, you know what? If I don't think things are going to work out at UA because they're not implementing the ideas that I've been espousing. I'll just, I'll just sit back, shave exactly. my head. And, and um, yeah, shout outs to Giovanni, by the way, no one is a bigger fan of if, if you guys have listened for a while, you know, Giovanni and the, the love he has for Papa Peter, uh, Papa, Papa Max right now. And it's, yeah, pa- pa- Papa every- Max doesn't work as well as Papa Pirlo, which is know, a name we need. We need a we need a nickname. We need a nickname. Mad, Mad Max. Mad Max. Mad Max. Mad Max. Um, yeah, it's like in our in our WhatsApp group of of our podcast. Every morning, <laughs> I wake up to to a grinning photo of of Allegri, and every yeah, time some, some close news up, comes a close out, up, a close up, yeah, yeah. Giovanni is bursting at the seams. She's just can't wait. Giovanni is a he's a kind of guy who who's like a Pirlo in real uh, who is like Allegri in real life so I know I understand why he likes him so much shout out to Giovanni shout out to Allegri boom um yeah man shout out to Chris I, you know not, who, um, shout who, out to Chris and Matt yeah no, no no but I but but I was gonna no but I have a tweet that I want to share of his sorry you I'll, I'll pull it up while you go ahead go ahead go ahead you want to finish your point uh dude I don't I don't ever have a point but yeah I mean it's now that now that we kind of know he's coming back I really hope that Ronaldo stays. I know, you know, it's in a in a in a time it of seems passion. He will. Said, it's, he's not going to leave this summer. It's too sell him, and it's no, too bad no. for his PR. Uh, I feel like finishing up, and he's he's not even that terrible, you know. Like I, I was thinking at some point when he didn't score for like five or four, five or like six games, you know, take the money from United and run. But I really Farhad, hope that you're flawed. Yo. You're a human being. It's okay. <laughs> we've all had those moments. Listen, we've all doubted him, but at the end of the day. Listen, I know you. I know you're paying him like sixty million in gross wages, but he's also bringing in a shit ton of money. You could argue that there's probably a zero sum effect there. Does he help the team? Yes. Did we see it this weekend? Yes. Have we talked about that game at all? No. But was it a big fucking result for us? Yes, it was. Um, you know, the weekend sucked because Inter won the title, and I know we're dogging it for top four. But listen, if, I mean, if, title if title that, hopes were. No, of course. We're, I, I we are all about top four right now. And no, you know, the, the title hopes have been have been dead for a while. No, the title hopes have been dead for a while. I'm just saying it was still a tough pill to swallow to see Inter actually clinch it on the final day, even though we knew excuse me, on the weekend, even though we knew they were gonna clinch it for some time now. My point is simply that 
Um, that was, despite the fact that the weekend sucked, that, that was a very big result for us, which I get like, and th- this is kind of the point I'm making is that, um, we, we haven't had, we haven't really had any, any security going into the last 20 minutes of games, the last 15 minutes of games when we were down a goal or when we were tied a goal. Whereas with Allegri, I always got the feeling that everything was in control. I love what you said before, but you know what I mm-hmm. noticed about Inter this year? They didn't play great football, man. I mean, they played dominant football. It worked. Um, Conte's method was really, though, to, to just honestly just absorb pressure and pounce at the right time. I mean, a lot of Interisti have come out saying that that's just a false narrative now and that they actually outpossess and outchance a lot of their opponents, which, you know, fair, fair might be true. They have, they have a good technical side overall. But I think what you tend to see a lot of is these super unlikely characters at times coming out and scoring a late goal for them and them going on to win ugly 1-0. They weren't running over teams Atalanta-style 5-0. The number of 1-0s, 2-0s tight where like a last gap goal was a last minute goal was scored. It's, it's, it's happened a number of times, man. Matteo Darmian has won them games like on three different occasions at like, like, like one goal games. Mm-hmm. So, it seems lucky until it keeps happening over and over again. Inter had this consistency, this, this yeah. consistency and this security about the way they played, something which we haven't had this year. So the, the fact that we were able to come back, I mean, and scramble back against Udinese, it was so out of character this year. Most of the time, we might have just we, we might have just done enough to get a draw, and that's it. It happened too many times this year that we had to just scramble back for a draw, and. I think again, this, the, the games were mismanaged on a lot of levels. Unfortunately, Inter and didn't they, have they, that issue. They were patient. They were simple. They didn't over fucking complicate things. And when they, when they had to, they pounced often late on, and it was ugly to watch. But it won them a title, you know. So that's yeah, that's where yeah. we. Well, it makes makes it interesting, and what what's what will make it makes it interesting next year is Mr. Jose, the special one, is coming back. Well, I'm glad you mentioned that because I have a tweet here from yes. Chris that I wanted to bring up. To segue to another point, he had a great point. Obviously, we're recording this pod on. Follow Chris at itruth98. Right. On so so we're, we're recording this pod on Tuesday, May the 4th. So Mourinho earlier today, this morning, um, well, this morning in the on the East Coast, midday in uh, Europe. Honestly, I don't even know why that matters. There's people that listen Doesn't... to this pod all over the world. <laughs> yeah, so, so. Doesn't well, matter, bro. <laughs> in, there, in, the, in, the, in, the, yeah, in the wee hours of the morning in Asia. No, so uh, er, earlier today. A few hours ago, it was announced that Mourinho will be taking over. Move on! It was announced that Mourinho will be taking over at Roma. And um, I like what Chris said. He said the secrecy, mm-hmm. the secrecy with which Mourinho to, Mourinho to Roma happened, <clears throat> the, secrecy, the secrecy with which Mourinho to Roma happened, and the conviction with which essentially everyone reported Sarri's arrival as impending is partially why I'm amused by those who run with transfer rumors. There's often far more going on than you or I don't know about. He's right. And here's the thing. The reason I wanted to bring this up, and yes, City, I will be very interesting next year if Max comes back and you still have Conte at Inter before he kind of fizzles out and you have Mourinho coming back. You have a bunch of big names. Maybe Spalletti might take over at Napoli. There are rumors now or I don't know. Obviously, all that is very enticing. But what's the point of his tweet here? There's often a lot that goes on behind the scenes that we don't know about. You know... I know that I know that I know that a lot of people might think that 
we don't know what the fuck we're doing or that management doesn't know what the hell they're doing or that Paratic is an idiot because he didn't go out and get the right players this past year. But listen, I, I think that honestly, there seems to have been an understanding that Max Allegri was right in 2019 when he said that we needed a revamp uh, of the squad and we needed an injection of funds, which is why last spring, a year ago, Agnelli injected 300 million euro of liquidity into the club. The intention there was to go out and buy players. The fact that COVID happened really screwed us over. But it's my point is I think that there there have been efforts made to to go out and do the right thing. It's just been a little it's just been a little unlucky is all. While we've been while we've been kind of in a period of having to rebuild, very slightly, you know, just a couple of key pieces here and there. Mm-hmm. Inter were able to build over a year to a tie. Didn't come. I mean, they they fell short, but it was a good learning curve for them. It was a good level. I mean, it was good experience that they built under Conte, and they kind of took that momentum into this year. It took them a while to hit their stride, but eventually they did. But they capitalized on us being in an unfortunate situation. That that's you know that's all I'm saying. But there there, there was still a desire. I, I suspect there was a desire to go out and, and invest more in the squad last year. I think there was an acknowledgement that the players we had were not, in fact, good enough. So let's relax. Let's acknowledge that it was always going to be difficult. I know we were favorites going into the season to win the title because we were the defending champs, but it was always going to be a difficult year. You know, maybe this is, you know, hindsight being 2020, and we're just kind of trying to mm. talk ourselves into the fact what that. You did uh, there. You know what I mean? Maybe we're just trying to talk ourselves into it now. Like, ah, you know, it was never a guarantee. But at the end of the day, when is it ever? It's a, ch- a title is always difficult to win. And if certain variables don't go your way, uh, then then sometimes you just have to accept it. It's not because of incompetence or because, you know, management fucked up that we have to totally... Re- it's not because management totally screwed up. And, you know, as a result, we have to rewrite the playbook. No, sometimes it's just bad luck. It's just bad luck. Yes, sir. Well, if you want to make up, make your day a little shittier, Jose Mourinho will be earning 16 million euros, excluding bonuses in his first year at Roma, 9 million of which will be paid by the Spurs. And Spurs is just throwing money around. Yep. Tottenham is, is, is that that project is not gonna is not gonna last long. Dude, I thought you were I thought you were saying I thought you were saying that Roma were paying him sixteen million. Holy crap! Because he is, I was gonna say he's yeah. so not worth that. I saw a funny tweet. Right, this. right. Like, is he is he? I know it's a, like a it's been a debate the last few years, but he's he's no longer. He's, there's a reason he ended up at Roma. You know what I mean? Well, listen to this. Listen to this. I saw this tweet today. Um, <laughs> someone saying he's a crook. Um, there were. There was a report today saying the Mourinho contract at Roma runs until 2024. General manager Tiago Pinto said they were, quote, blown away by Jose's desire to win and his passion for the game, unquote. And they are supremely confident that he will be the perfect coach for our project for both our immediate long-term future. Flashback to a year and a half ago, two years ago, Tottenham Hotspur chairman Daniel Levy was blown away by Jose Mourinho after holding talks with the manager. Jose claimed... That his that the time he spent away from management uh, was was used to develop new strategies and philosophy. Flashback a few years ago, sources close to Man United say that Ed Woodward and the members of the club were blown away after holding talks with Jose Mourinho. How good a, how good a talker is this guy? How no, good a talker no. is this guy? The top it's... reply killed me. One guy said his PowerPoint presentation must be outstanding. <laughs> I mean, he's he's skating on his name. What can you say? He's 
he loves the spotlight. He does all these crazy things that he does. I'm not a huge fan, but I'll be watching, man. Roma against Inter, Roma against Juve, him coming back with a with his with his hand by his ear. It's it's yeah, gonna be man. a fun year. Uh, fans will play. be back. Fans yeah. will be back at the stadiums. It's gonna be awesome. You mentioned yeah. that it's May the May the fourth. Um, you're not a you're not a Star Wars fan, are you? I've never seen Star Wars. Never seen Star Wars either, buddy. So wow. <laughs> May, you, you have you have half half the listeners are probably like, yeah, yeah, my boys, and half and the other half are probably losing <laughs> their minds right now. There's no in between. Listen, I love sci-fi. I I, I love all that stuff. It's just no, so I don't do know. I just, no, yeah, never same, never same, got same, into same. it. It's just no, same. I, I appreciate it. May the fourth be with you and uh all of our listeners who are geeks. Enjoy it, but nice. I uh yeah not really into that and of course may the 4th is a sad day in the history of turin uh, uh maurizio from around turin he just posted a nice article he actually wrote it uh from his perspective what happened at superga the disaster um um torino crashing ago, yeah. into yep yep today's today's the day actually in 2015 me and saeed uh we went to uh we went to turin to watch Juve, uh, Juve take on Real Madrid in the semifinal Champions League, and that was the next day, May the fifth. But then May the fourth, you could you could feel the energy in the city. There were so many Torino fans out and That's about, nice. and it, it's so funny. When most of them wouldn't have lived that, right? They will have only yeah. about it. It's it's so sad. It's I saw I saw the pictures of of the stampede, uh, you know, Liverpool and Juve fans in that famous uh, stampede. Zone. Yes. Um, the the pictures, man, it, it stays with you. So any any type of suffering, any type of untimely death is just so sad, especially after you become a parent. So thinking about that, it's just um yeah, they, they had they had Euro by the balls. Like that team was just super strong. And uh, I encourage you to take a uh, take a peek at Maurizio's latest post at was it, um, around terrain.com, actually. That that's the website. It actually like, like that whole that whole event kind of threw the whole club for a loop and i think it affected their history and what it was they were able to do going forward i mean they had to rebuild from nothing right um it wasn't just that they lost their entire first team i mean it was that they were like the best team in italy one of the best teams in europe as you said yep yeah and never fun to hear about shit like that within the football world obviously death always sucks but i don't know when you read about tragedy within sports it kind of just hits a little bit closer to home just because you know death is sad in any case but because because we're because we're weird and we're stupid and we're human, we kind of have these these weird these weird triggers that make us feel worse. You know what I mean? Yeah. So he 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 writes here that there was no survivors. There were 31 victims, 18 players, six between the coach and his staff, three journalists, and four Jesus crew Christ. members. Yeah, it was the greatest tragedy in, in a, a, a tragedy in this Italian sport because with that team went one that is still to get today described as one of the strongest of all time. And the national team went too. it was a morning that moved and united all Italians because Torino was not just a football team. Torino were pride of the country. Uh, they, um, um, uh, yeah, it would be, it's, it's it, a it, long it article. Like, it, would be, it would be like you it would be like the whole Juve team perishing today. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> speaking of that, I know you love comedy. It's, uh, uh what was that? George Costanza was 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 talking about. Hey, imagine if like the whole airplane of the team goes down, in uh, in baseball. The, there's when like, he was working for the Yankees, <laughs> like a thousand games a year. 
somebody must die. And, and the players looking at it, it's like, dude, what's wrong with you? Like, I've been on a Seinfeld kick again lately. So Every good. once in a while, I need to rewatch Seinfeld. To me, I, I don't know if I mentioned that. To me, if someone doesn't like Seinfeld, that's my gauge of how well I will do, <laughs> like humor-wise with them, because it's so important for me. It's a good gauge. And the opposite, and the opposite is true. If you hate Seinfeld, you should you should, Big you Bang should Theory. ask people if- no, I was going to say, if you if you hate Seinfeld, you should ask people if they like Seinfeld. And if they say they like Seinfeld, you probably won't get along with them. You probably will find them annoying and you, you won't enjoy their sense of humor and the sarcasm. And but what's the, what's, the image. what's what's uh, what is something that someone likes for you is like an automatic. I will never get along with that person. Is That's it like point. music, music or, or to me, if you have a picture of yourself as your as your as your wallpaper on your phone. Like I can't, <laughs> I just can't take that. For, for me, it's be friends if, with you. For me, it's if you seriously, uh, if you if if you not, it. Fuck, I don't know if I should say this. Uh, it's not I, too deep. It's not that deep, buddy. Just just no, come out with it. If you uh, if, if you like a piece of media or art or something, I won't actually judge you for it. In in pretty much all cases, the thing that gets me is if you have like. Your your gender pronoun if in your if you have your gender pronoun in your bio, uh, <laughs> non satirically and non corporate man and and not because of corporate mandate like you do it. I I don't know but even then like I don't know if that's fair of me to say like I understand why people do it like I don't I don't I, no that's not fair I don't know you no I, I wouldn't I actually no I wouldn't I wouldn't necessarily not like someone if they do that that's actually not true it, but. If, for me you're, to not get along, a lovable with, person. Like I, for I me like, to not get along with someone, it would have to be. It would have to be if they're militantly woke. That's what it is. That's the one thing. If I see militant yeah. wokeism, like, like that's you, you know what I mean. Like like like. Yeah. No, I got you. Fuck, I got you. Fuck, when, fuck, when fuck, it, all, when fuck you, all men type of thing. Like. Yeah. When you make when you make that part of your personality, I feel like that's kind of annoying, uh, because they like some some people use it like, uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for unsarcastic like they're very for real into it i'm i'm i respect your i respect your hustle but i i just can't get along with someone with with no sense of humor like to me old old types of jokes go like as long as i know it's a joke and you're and you're being cool with it but i don't know yeah that's a but good question man. honest to god like like there's a lot of shit i could satirically say listen i take the piss all the time right there's a lot of shit i could say where you know if you like intent for example just a simple example if you like intent i can't yeah. get along with you whatever right which is obviously not the case i have people that like intent on my pod sometimes um i know that's you know Juventini of the of the world listening to this pod don't hate me for that it's you know whatever they're still human beings right but satirically i could just say sometimes you know hey you know, someone that watches that enjoys this type of thing deserves to be executed like there's funny stuff you could say but you know you don't really mean it honestly there'd be a it, i would have to think long and hard if if there's any one thing that someone likes that would that that is a good indicator of whether or not i would definitely not like them because again, what you're saying about Seinfeld is probably a good is a good measure for me, but that's the opposite, right? That's like if you don't like Seinfeld, then I probably won't get along with you, or you probably won't like my sense of humor. That that's that's kind mm-hmm. of the opposite. I, I don't know that there's any one thing that I could say if you like that show, I will not get along with you. Because there's a lot of Big stuff bang, that Big I bang could, theory. Or or what was that with Charlie Sheen? What is that? Three, two, 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 two men in the bed. Two and a half Three men and, and a half. Listen, people um, have listen, different tastes. Man. There's a lot of garbage my girlfriend watches that I can't watch. <laughs> but like, like I, you know, she's my girlfriend. Like, like I, like, what am I gonna do? Say that I, I don't respect anyone that watches like reality TV or Real Housewives? No, I, I get the appeal. It's electric. You know what I mean? 
Like it's trash. All right, Mister Electric. Let's check out. I think I think it's time for us to wrap up. I think we're like rambling, but I hope you guys that every once in a while. uh, I love it, but I just don't want to take it too long. So we're people just like tuning out. I want to. I want to. Ch- What's up, buddy? No, no, if you hate this, then tune in next time when Giovanni's back on to. to no, 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 no. Oh. A, a, little bit, a little bit of balance. If you love it, tune into the Cultural Podcast in a couple of weeks when we have you. When we have That's you. Right. That's right. That's right. I don't think anybody will hate it. I just feel like episodes, relaxed episodes like this. If, dude, I've gotten complaints from people like, "Hey, not enough Juve. Shut the fuck up. Like we're not." But you know what? I I I feel like this podcast. After what, like freaking eight years of being a podcast, I feel like people know us and they want to, they do want to hear something other than Juve. So whatever. Um, dance, I want dance, to- dance on dance on your puppet strings. Talk about Juve. Entertain me. <laughs> well, I want to read the top ten cities that listen to the Turin Giants podcast. All right. In the last seven days, we're, it's this is this is fun. Let's start from number ten, Mexico City. Shout outs. Hola, que tal? Pittsburgh, number nine. Chicago, my hometown. What's up? Number eight. What's up, y'all? Stuttgart, number seven. Good I don't time. know why I have to make these fucking <laughs> sounds. No, 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 no. no. Um, keep, keep it going. It's fine. Num- number struggle, six. Ma- I'll pick up the slack. Sorry. Go. There are two Swedish cities in the top six. Shout out to Sweden, man. Sverige. I love it. Uh, Malmo, number six. Kirkland, USA, number five. Safle. Safle. What is that? From Sweden, nice. number four. Charlotte, US of A, number three. Charlotte, wow. It, there's never the, it's never the same American cities. Eh? You get a bunch of really, really random ones. It's nicely diverse. I like that. Well, every time I see, I don't see... Um, Scranton was number one a few weeks Scranton, ago. Yeah, I'm looking for Scranton. There's, there's New Orleans, number 22. Awesome. These are just ju- these are just um, SoundCloud, by the way. Like Spotify has a completely different um, algorithm. Uh, so Charlotte, number three, Montreal, number two. What's up, buddy? That's pretty consistent. That's that's consistent, that's, that, that's that's your people, man. And number one, a city I've never heard of. It's located in Germany. It's called Korb, K-O-R-B. Wherever you are, I appreciate you. Yeah, that was the that was the top ten. Yeah, I love that. It's always it's always random. It's always random and it's always different. But before we wrap, we did get some questions on Twitter. Do we want to? Do you want to maybe like quick fire through a few? Some are some are not. But uh, let's do it. You got them in front of you, or do you want me to pull them up here? Uh, You 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 um, you do the questions. Okay, if you'd like, I can do it too. I'll read them. You can answer. You can answer them, and uh, I'll. Yeah, let's go. Let's go five five more minutes. I don't. Yeah, we, I, I don't want to go too long. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Let's let, let's go a little quick fire here. All right. Cool. Um, have you noticed? Have you noticed how little Ramsey has been playing lately? Who who wrote that in? Uh, right. That's from uh, it's from Vera. Excuse me. Vera says. Yeah, this. we got we got we got female listeners. We, we shout got out a diver, di- diverse crowd. It's a nice change. It's you. a nice change of pace from my podcast. I found out that my listenership <laughs> last week was ninety seven percent male. But, so yeah, Vera. Hey, maybe uh, I mean, it's, come out, cross over to the dark side, Vera. Maybe uh, hey, Vera is a you, we, skew we the demographics. Skew the demographics female. a bit. Let's go. We we have a big female following. Shout out to all Juventinas. Um, what was the question? Yeah, Ramsey hasn't been playing because he's shit. He's terrible, dude. Well, he's, he's not. He, don't do hey, that. Come on. He's, don't say that. Mm. No, no, no. This, this is quick fire. 
I just think, letting you know. <laughs> okay. Um, I think I think Ramsey has value. I think he'll be sold though. I think because he has um, we paid nothing for him, and uh, there there are clubs that will still buy him. And I think he has a lot to offer still. I do. I, I'm, I've he's been not, impressed. He's with- not set for uh, for Italian soccer. You know what I mean? He's he's a uh, he'll go back to EPL. Speaking of players who are probably going to leave to EPL is Rabiot. I really don't want to see him go. I really do like him. Yeah. Again, uh, he, he gets he gets a lot of slack. You know, pr- provided the game winning assist in the yeah. last game. The issue is that the issue is that guys like Rabiot and like Ramsey can't be relied upon to be the catalyst. That's all. You know, you still want him in your team. You need that depth. You really do. Um, so I, I see Ramsey's value. I, I've noticed he hasn't been playing as much. I, I don't know. Honestly, has he been injured? Fuck. I, I haven't even. I'm such an idiot. I am on this Juve pod and I don't even I don't even even follow the news. No, it's all good. Enough. No, no, you're right. I mean, Ramsey, is, he's he's just so inconsistent. I guess he just lost his spot or whatever. At, you want to move any on to given the next mo- Yeah. But like at any given moment, you could tell me Ramsey's not playing. I'll just assume he's in. Like, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So it appears yeah, he's, he's not, no, he's been healthy. He's, he's basically he's basically like a bag of bag of money right now. He's he's not he's not providing anything on the field. So he's just he's. I think they're just saving him so he doesn't get injured um, and just ship him off to back to England. That's yeah, I mean that's a that's a pretty good theory, right? Like he's yeah. they they want to keep him safe and and healthy. Again, I think we're selling him because we paid nothing for him. So you get a nice plus Valencia, and that is very much needed right now. You get the same thing with Rabio. So consider this: if you're replace, if you're selling them, it's because you're going to replace them with someone else, um, who's probably got a little bit more of that X factor. So I wouldn't be that disappointed to see Ramsey leave. Although I do think he has something to offer. Uh, okay, we have a question from Zaki Stugatz. Zaki Stugatz, what a name! That's 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 our that's our buddy that writes us the his, the the history. The, this that's, day in Juve's history. Articles. Oh, Z, 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 did I just did I just uh, yeah. did I just uh, no? I mean, I just, it's in, it's it's in there. Did it's I just reveal his identity. Bio. Okay, no, perfect. Oh, it is, is it? I didn't see. Okay, I mean, you're reading his name. That means he wants his name to be public. I, I suppose so. Right? Yeah. Okay. So Zaki Stugatz asks um, whether or not we think Mourinho moving back to Serie A will be a dumpster fire. Um, yeah. Who does? Who needs to move on from Roma? Who does he keep? Uh, that's okay. Well, listen, I'd love, I'd love it if, uh, if Zaniolo could move on from Roma and join us. Although I don't think the timing is right because, because of the fact that he's got to recover from his second bad knee injury in the last year. I uh, listen, I don't know if I want to get into the specifics of who needs to leave Roma or not, since this is the Juve podcast. Excuse yes. Me, thank you. Podcast, but yeah, a little, little throwback there, but I will say this. I don't think it'll be a dumpster fire because I think in Italian football, you can get away with playing ugly football. You can get away with playing with, Con un po di cattività, as we say. Something but he's also he's also not like that nurturing coach. You know what I mean? Like he 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 wants to he wants to come into a like a half ready project. Or maybe I'm just talking out of my ass. It's no, like, I, I I hear you, but I, I just don't see him he, succeeding there. It's it's going to be fun for the first couple of months, you know, and then bad results will come. He will he will start blaming the board. He'll start blaming the players, throwing them under the bus. Uh, but maybe not. Like who knows? But I just have a feeling that's that's a that's a just a bucket full of crap ready to happen. You know what it is? A lot of people think that football's passed them by. I don't think it has. I think he's no longer well suited to English football. I think that coming okay. back to Italy is a very nice change of pace, and I'm intrigued to see what happens because I'm really looking. I think it'll to be it. yeah, it'll, but it'll be make or break in terms of whether or not you 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 see if he has any um, any real value as a manager now at a top club. I think. But and I but I do think that the way that the league is set up, I do think that he will be able to kind of implement his ideas without as much criticism. So I think I could actually see him having a bit of a bit of success. 
Um, uh, unpopular, unpopular opinion. Sorry, unpopular opinion. I saw some, you know, on Twitter, some Roma fans exchanging messages and comments, and it seems like top four is their priority, and I like that. I like that's that. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's I, I, I definitely do dig that. That you know, when Roma is in the Champions League, I like that. I like the way their stadium looks and and the Big way their city. fans are happy. Yeah, so yeah, it's, a, sure. it's a it's a it's a it's a yeah it's a big team, big Italian team in the in the Champions League. Always fun. Yeah, no, definitely. I think um, I think he won't be expected to win the title first year. Definitely not. He'll be expected to maybe try to push top four, and uh, then after a year, it'll be interesting to see if the, if the goalposts have kind of shifted. Last two, uh, Lorenzo Olonio asks, "What's the worst pizza topping you've ever seen?" I'll let you go first because I had a I had a hard time coming up with this one. It's all good, man. I'll, I'll take care because I have a bone to pick with this with this, this place. It's called Parlor Pizza. It's in Chicago, a couple of spots. Are they uh, all, big, are they just, are they alt right? Is it an alt right pizzeria? <laughs> parlor Pizza, <laughs> unfortunately named. So it's it's this huge place. Like it's I don't know what square footage is, but it's it's a big ass. It's a parlor basically, and then there's seats outside. You know, like beer garden type of deal. So I went there once with my daughter and I'm sitting there like, this is the worst selection of pizzas I've ever seen. And I actually pulled up their menu. First of all, first of all, my beef with places who name their food funny things. Screw you. Okay. Brussels shuffle. Burrata be kidding me. Um, Little stinker. Save so that's, the last that's something. So that's something that those are the names. Does, so just the names. you won't get along with them. It's a perfect example. Yeah, was, you're not getting thank along. You. With, yeah, so if you own a, if you, you own an establishment and you uh, you get too cutesy and punny with your names, <laughs> it's you like I probably saw, won't get along with you. Okay. It's I saw I saw on Twitter some random tweet that went viral. Um, in 2021, if you still use these words, you're you're no longer adult. Uh, you're no longer ad- uh, allowed. And there's like if you use the word. Oh, I'm adulting. I hate adulting. Or, um, or, or if you, or if you call, yeah, like your dog, doggo or something or whatever. Doge. And there's the, 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 the hey, shout out to Doge. Come on, baby, keep on buying, guys. I've been making a lot yeah, of money with a, it. I'm not gonna lie to you. Uh, it's me I too, love, man. <laughs> I'm, loving the memes. I'm loving the memes. Hey, fuck it. hold <laughs> I, dude, on, hold dude, on until like, Saturday when Elon Musk goes on. Uh, was on. SNL. Oh my god. And then we'll drop that because you know I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to buy some jewelry out. Uh, but anyways, going back to the pizza. So so bad enough, these pizzas are, have terrible names. I feel like Bacon Love. Shut up. Bacon Love? Cheese, bacon Love, yeah. Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. There's like 20 of them. Um, all caps. And it's all it's it's all caps. Yeah, that's, that's um, a first world problem. That you'd only so, see so, that you'd only see that in the Midwestern US. Like you're not gonna see that in like Georgia. Not yeah. like Georgia and Eastern Europe, I mean. I don't know. They, so, they would never do that so, in Romania. So, so so there's this one yeah in Romania you get slapped what kind of pun is you guys are too coddled yeah it's um so 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 there's a pizza called honey boo boo um caramelized onions roasted garlic parmesan fresh mozzarella taleggio dop rosemary sea salt and honey honey doesn't belong on pizza it's like the, these and, and, it, and they actually taste awful. Like I've had a couple of these because like I said, I went, I've never been back. But I, every time I pass by, I just like shake my fist at the fucking place because it's um, uh, what Brussels, Brussels sprouts don't belong on a pizza. Um, 
What else do they have here? Uh, You're very passionately like, about this because you said you wanted to I, talk I for five it. minutes and you were spending five minutes talking about pizza topics, which is fine. I know. It's just totally fine. I'm not trying to police you. I love how passionately you feel about this. Yeah, I, I just, I'm just so passionate about pizza. That's why I love, I don't I love know a that, Italian. But I, don't, I don't know that I have an issue with it. Like if it's a good pizza, like, you know, it's it goes against the grain. But if you're going to put honey on it, like, I don't know. It's, the whole point of culinary arts is that you kind of create new shit. So I'm not really mad at anything if it tastes good. Honest to God. Um, I don't even have an issue with pineapple on pizza. I know that's like the low-hanging fruit that every Italian-American clings to. What do you, can, what do you, can I tell you a secret? What are you nuts? You, you put, you I, put pineapple on your pizza? What, what are you fucking disgraceful? You're not a real Italian? Man, shut up. Fuck. People in Italy love sushi. <laughs> people in Italy love sushi, man. People pe- people all have taste buds. If it tastes good, it tastes good. It's just not the traditional Napoletano type pizza that you would see. It doesn't work on a thin crust, on a thin crust type pie with you know a lot of sweet tangy tomato made in a wood fire oven. It doesn't work, but if it, but it works on a football pizza. Like an American you've just, you've just, stuff. you've just committed like an Italian suicide. You know that, it's right? Not, but I respect it's not, that. Come at me, come at me. I don't, <laughs> I, I don't I love Hawaiian that. pizza, but I get it. I'm not mad at it. I've had it. It's, it's not for me. But I don't. You yeah, know, yeah. Not, I, I, I don't, don't have it all the time. It. I don't know. It's like I don't go out of my way to to order it. But if it's there, like if somebody like from the office bought it or whatever, I'll I'll have a little side. It's so funny. It's I had a couple of questions for when I met Del Piero back like a year ago or so. I asked him. If he approves is that is his look, look, look in his eyes because the man owns like an Italian restaurant. Like I had I had like lobster pasta with him, like he was serving me and shit. And then I, I asked him about the pineapple pizza. He's like, just just shook his head like, don't ever ask me that again. Yeah, um, but again, it's yeah. unfathomable in Italy because it wouldn't work on the pizza they have there. It, it wouldn't. But I don't know, man. Uh, deep, to, yeah. deep, to, deep to Chicago style pizza is is is. You know that would be considered a full pie in many parts of Italy. I don't know, man. It's I, I love I, I, I love deep dish though. Food if is fluid if it's, if it's well made. Anyways, man, I think we're late for PSG City. I hope the the the. Oh, I, I hope... Okay. Oh, last, absolutely. Last 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 one last one here. Quick fire. First place you're traveling. It was the last question we had here. I I want I, I wanted to get to it because I know you posted this like just a couple of minutes before we started recording, so we don't have a ton of questions. But may as well. So Patrick Van Camp asks, first place you'll travel when? Uh, Shout out to Patrick. Totally yeah. So I know. Um, dude, so many places, man. I want to I want to go to Paris with wifey. Want to go to New York City with the kids. I miss New York so much. Like before, even before the quarantine, I hadn't been there in so long, and I love. And now they they legalized weed in. <laughs> you, you can come to canada you can come to montreal if that's what you're into hey i, I don't have to go anywhere but i'm just saying going <laughs> to new york city and being able to smoke is just like so awesome and of I'm course montreal we, we we giovanni me montreal we're, we're we're there dude if matt wants to join us chris I'll show you i'll show you guys a good time in hell yeah baby let's go here. we'll do a live live podcast episode why not well i've never been to chicago so that would be honestly a great time to come to montreal it isn't like the month of june honestly fuck this year month of june if everything if covid wasn't a thing euro going on little italy people mm. get absolutely nuts here the italian community here is very vibrant uh if you came during like f1 weekend I think the I think the Euro was kicking off that same weekend. That would have been absolutely stupid. But uh, yeah, I've never been to Chicago. It's a place I'd like to go. But first place I'd like it's to okay, go, don't come. probably. Really? <laughs> 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 you, you, you don't want me to say it? it's okay. I'll, I'll rent an Airbnb. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna, um, I'm not gonna ask the crash at your place. The, don't worry about it. All the hotels um, are booked. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, um, <laughs> I'm just joking. 
I uh, I don't know. I'll probably go to Greece. I want to go to. I'm hoping to go to Greece in the month of September. So we'll see. Mad cheap, mad cheap. I've been to Greece. First time I like I hit the city. I'm like, are these real prices? Because like everywhere in Europe you go, it's just like so inflated. Greece is mad cheap, dude. We, yeah, we'll have fun. Yeah, well, Mykonos, Mykonos and Santorini, the two places where I'm hoping to go, are it. But I'm okay with it because I didn't travel last year, and I, I need to get the fuck out of. Uh, I need to get the fuck out of Canada now. Let's uh, let's rock yeah. and roll. But uh, yeah, right. I'll go. I'll go anywhere at this point. This has been fun, bro. Thanks for uh, thanks yeah, for uh, totally. Thanks for letting me uh, interrupt you and go off the rails and shit. I enjoyed it. You got it, buddy. You got it. I, I feel like we've like developed a reputation amongst the Juve podcasts that we you may not hear a lot about Juve, and I'm okay with that because that's you know it's I dude, I've heard some of the other Juve podcasts and it's just like just Juve 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 Juve. Sometimes you just also need a break, you know. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, listen, we, we Inter just won the title, man. We got We got to be able to. We got to be able to laugh a little bit and uh, and have for a good sure. Time. But you know, you know what? That 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 chase for the fourth spot is going to be so interesting. So huge fun. game at the weekend against Milan. It'll be a lot of fun to record next week and see uh, what it is we're dealing with. See, uh, see, uh, we'll, we'll assess the damage in uh, in a week, I guess. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, Giovanni's getting his last vaccine. I, I feel like I'm gonna I'm gonna be able to watch Juve Inter with him, which would be super fun. Um. All right. Thanks, dudes. Check us out. Follow everywhere. Drop us a line. Please check out TurinGiants.com for um, they're available now, actually. Uh, McKinney stickers. They're big ass stickers, too. They're really good quality. Cool. Um, professionally done. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Forza Juve. Forza Juve.